opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. The Lord Jesus Christ is a bright light in dark days. We've come in our study of Genesis chapter 3 to the darkest day, the day of man's fall, the day of man's judgment. It is the, the portion of Scripture commonly referred to as the curse. It's the curse on the serpent, that's Satan. It's the curse on man, and it is the curse on the earth. Listen to the curse, beginning in verse 14. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So there's the curse on the serpent and the curse on Satan. Verse 16, unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Then in verse 17, the curse on the man. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them. This is a sad passage. Let's just be real. I mean, all of the pain, all of the friction, all of the wars, all of the evil that we see around us in this world, everything in our bodies and everything uh, in the earth that we deal with came because of this moment. Because of the fall of man and the curse. Remember, you obey God, it brings the blessing. You disobey God, it brings the curse. This is the curse of sin. This ought to make you hate sin and not just somebody else's sin. It ought to make you hate your sin, all sin, because it's against God. And yet, this is what I want to bring you to today. In the middle of this curse, there is Christ. Did you see Christ in what I just read to you? Christ is here. Oh, yes, he is. He's here in both a promise and in a picture. May I show you? In verse number 15, here is the first promise of Messiah. Oh, this is wonderful. Remember, Christ is the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. So you don't wait to the New Testament to see Jesus. No, Christ is introduced to us in Genesis 3 and verse number 15. He is the seed of the woman that is to come. He said uh, to Satan, I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. So he said there's always going to be this, this conflict, this battle between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman, literally between Satan's seed and the seed of Messiah or of Christ. And you see that all through the Old and New Testament. You see it even today, spiritual conflict, spiritual warfare. But here are the promise. It, meaning the seed of the woman, shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. 
Let me just ask you, which is worse, a heel bruise or a head wound? Well, a head wound. A heel bruise is painful. You limp along, but it, it heals up and it goes away. Uh, but a head wound, now that's, that's terribly fatal. That's a bad thing. Listen to it again carefully. He said to the devil, you're going to bruise the heel of the seed of the woman, but that seed, the promised seed, the Messiah, the Savior, the deliverer that will come through this line, uh, that seed is going to bruise your head someday. Oh, friend, I want you to know uh, that Satan has always been nipping at the heels of the lovely Son of God all through history, fighting against him, warring against him, bruising his heel, uh, tempting him in the wilderness, opposing him during his earthly life, fighting against him in the garden, at the cross. I believe that. But I want you to know when Jesus Christ came out of that grave three days later, he put his nail-pierced foot squarely on the head of that old serpent, the devil. He came out as the victor, not the victim. With the keys to death, hell, and the grave in his hand, Satan is already a defeated foe, and Christ is the conqueror. This is our Savior. This is our Deliverer. Christ is in Genesis. He's there as the Creator. All things were made by Him and for Him, Colossians 1 says. Jesus didn't begin at Bethlehem, just like the Holy Spirit didn't begin on the day of Pentecost. He's the eternal Son of God. But in Genesis 3.15, we first get this promise of Him as Messiah. Aren't you glad that Messiah comes right in the middle of the mess? He doesn't wait till we fix it, straighten it out, work it out. No, no. He steps right into the middle of our garden. Eden is a reminder that when God could have abandoned fallen humanity, instead, he chose to step into that brokenness to make it over again. Praise God for that. Christ was present at the creation, for sure. But Christ is promised as the Savior. And then, when you come to verse 21, there is this beautiful expression that says the Lord God made coats of skins and clothed Adam and Eve in their nakedness. Here is Christ, not only promised, but pictured. This is the first blood atonement. The innocent dying for the guilty. An animal was put to death. Uh, my conviction is it was a lamb because I think you find that throughout Scripture in the sacrifices, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. So I believe, though it doesn't say it, that this was a lamb uh, that was put to death, and those skins were taken to clothe Adam and Eve in their nakedness. Do you know what this is? It's a picture of what the lovely Lamb of God would do for all of us someday. He would come, the innocent dying for the guilty, to shed his own blood, to clothe us in his righteousness, not our own. Look, your righteousnesses are as filthy rags. That same passage says they fade like a leaf. I think that's a little hint back to Adam and Eve making uh, aprons of fig leaves. Look, your fig leaf apron is not going to cover your nakedness and it's going to wither away. It's not sufficient, but it's all right. Jesus Christ will clothe you in his garments of salvation. He will clothe you in his own righteousness. I just want to pause and say I praise God for the Lord Jesus Christ, that Christ showed up in Eden and Christ came uh, in Israel, and Christ has now come to us. So much truth in these opening chapters. Uh, for example, we go all the way back to chapter 1. We learn that God's world is governed by his word. Uh, we learn that the Holy Spirit works in hard places. We learn that man was always meant to be in God's hand. Uh, we learn that the Lord gives his best to those who leave the choice with him, the words of Jim Elliot. 
Adam got God's best in Eve when he rested in the Lord. We learned that Satan will use any snake he can get his hands on. We learned that better circumstances never make for a better life, uh, that Eden was not enough. We've learned a lot of truth, but here's the ultimate. Would you like to know the ultimate? The only victory in this life or the next is found in Jesus Christ. Christ came. The seed of the woman came. He did battle with the devil, and he won. You can trust him, and you can follow him, because this one who was promised way back for the first time in Genesis chapter 3 and verse number 15 always keeps his promises. I'm glad to report to you today on the authority of the Word of God that Christ came in the middle of the curse, and Christ will come in the middle of the curse you're living under today and set you free if you will trust him. If you've never been saved, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved today. Move from the curse to the blessing. And if you are saved, remember, he has set you free. And Christ alone can bring true blessing into your life. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey.